Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better immunity and to optimize my immune system after COVID. Now I've been taking it for about three weeks and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's got kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day and night. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Again, I take this every morning to support my immune system. Let's talk about some health facts and importance of the multivitamin. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As far as the price, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing into your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting into different supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, as far as testimonials, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, recommended by professional athletes, and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin', homie. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Boot to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill-friendly podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to episode 198 of Boot to the Face I am Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez, here on Twitch TV, powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs, unless you're a Cowboys or a Packers fan, because you probably don't want to hear that shit this week, although it's a little late. How you doing, Marty? Good, man. It's been a long week. Um, yeah, just not much going on, um, but not a bad week. We uh Went to SmackDown Live on Friday, so that was pretty cool. Took the kids to their their first uh, paper, our first WWE event, a live event altogether. So that was fun. Um, 
I'm not gonna lie, I took a fall this week, so my legs fucked up right now. It's been fantastic. God love having kids walking around the house and leaving their toys everywhere. Um, fantastic. But other than that, uh, no man, it's been a good week. Can't, uh, you know, started with the Packers losing to open the season. Started losing two of three fantasy football leagues last week, so uh, uh, this is a rebound week for me. I don't know about you, but it's, uh, I'm looking forward to the next week. Yeah, I mean, my fantasy season didn't get off to a good start. Neither did my real season. I lost my quarterback for fucking four to eight weeks, so that's a thing. Uh, I mean, isn't that like, don't you like expect to do that, though? Isn't that a regular thing out there? It wasn't for five years. I mean, he, I feel like his, I feel like his injuries have been really, like, weird. Like I, I feel like for the Cowboys, for as long as they've been around and as many quarterbacks that they've had had long tenures, you know, Aikman, Romo. Aikman was healthy up until he left. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dak's been there for a while. You know, it's he looks back issues. and there's a lot of injuries. So despite the fact they were there for a long time, usually when you have quarterbacks that have you know injuries like they do. I usually don't play that long, but the three of them been there for a long time, so it's kind of just interesting. I mean, Aikman didn't get hurt a lot while he played. He got hurt towards the end of his career, towards which the end. his career wasn't that long because he got concussions. Romo didn't start playing until like five years into the league, so by the time the Cowboys actually got him help, he was so fucking beat up from shitty offensive lines. And Dak literally had a motherfucker fall and break his foot, and then – Throwing the ball <laughs> broke his hand because some dude fucking was trying to hit the ball at his hand. Like, I don't think Dak is as injury prone as people were going to make it out. And I ain't talking about you. I've, I've seen this already because mm-hmm. he was he was hurt the year before last. He missed one game last year. Uh, but before that, like he played every fucking snap for five years or four years. So, yeah, I don't, no, I'm not I, get too it. I mean, I got a quarterback who missed two seasons because he broke his fucking leg. You know, it is yeah. what, or his collarbone. But, uh, yeah, no, I told totally That was it. Romo. Just... Romo broke his collarbone and came back, broke his collarbone later in the season, <laughs> right. and then broke it again the next year. It was like, this motherfucker. They need to put antimanium in this motherfucker or something. Uh, but, yeah, so football is going to – you know, I'm uh, I'm not as mad about it. Uh, EJ says Dak wasn't setting the world on fire that game before he got hurt. I agree with that. I was – you know, my Cowboys podcast – for whatever reason, the audio fucked up this week. I couldn't post it. I was talking about it on there. I think he may have got hurt before that because it's been a long time since I saw him playing that fucking bad. Like, he was awful. Um, so I wonder if it happened earlier in the game or he was just having a bad night. But, I mean, yeah, he didn't play good, but I'd much rather have him over Cooper Rush. But yeah. uh, it's going to be a fun season now. I mean, like, I like I know Philadelphia is better. But I still felt like the Cowboys were going to run away with the division. And so it was just going to be a long fucking, all right, can we just get to the playoff? Now I got some excitement. Like, now I have something to fucking – now I got to pay attention to every fucking game because they, they got a difficult schedule the first, like, four to six weeks. But then after that, it kind of tails off. So if Cooper Rush can get them two wins maybe while Dak is gone, I think they'll still be fine. But if he goes over, <laughs> shit's over. It's uh, he's got a broken hand, right? Is that, that's the situation. Yeah, he already had surgery. They already said that it looks better than what they were projecting. So they're projecting he might just be out like four. They didn't put him on IR, which means yeah. if he was on IR, Less he would have to weeks. miss four games. Was it four or six? He would six. have to miss, miss either four or six games, and they didn't. So everything they're saying is he might come back earlier than what expected. But I don't know if Cooper Rush comes out, plays well. 
whatever. Fucking let them heal up 100%. But this ain't full press Cowboys. It's boot to the face. Um, we got a little bit of wrestling to talk about. You went to SmackDown. So, I mean, that in itself is something to talk about. I'm curious about the SmackDown experience because it's been so... The last SmackDown I went to was... Becky Lynch just became the man. And it was so, like, not... They did want to push it so bad that I had to make my own shirt for it that said she was mm-hmm. the man. That's how long ago since SmackDown's been here. Um, so I'm my last SmackDown Live was the Fox premiere where yeah. The Rock showed up. So my last SmackDown Live was a pretty high caliber show. Um, this definitely wasn't the same. Well, my my question is because I've been to a lot of Raws because mm-hmm. I felt like for years Raw before <clears> WrestleMania. <throat> Would be in Atlanta. This year, it turns out, right before SummerSlam was in Atlanta, but I was in fucking Nashville. Um, But all the Raws I go to, there's so many commercial breaks and so many uh, just like wrestlers just standing there. And I haven't been to a TV show since Triple H took over. And I do notice that they don't have the wrestlers come out and just stand in the ring as much anymore as they used to on Raw. So was the... Was the flow of the show a little bit better on SmackDown than what you can remember, or do you not even notice that kind of shit? Yeah, like I think I've only been to a couple SmackDowns. I used to go to a lot of Raws, um, but no, it was it was pretty fluid. The you saw the commercials. Um, a lot of times there was either nobody in the ring or it was they had the match still going. Um, so, but I don't. There was very little time where they had people standing in the ring. I think the very beginning, like after uh, the Bloodline was out there like that first break after that there might have been someone in, in the in the ring uh, but no, other than that it, it went really fluid um the some of the commercial breaks were pretty pretty quick but not too bad so it was no it, it was didn't seem too long which was nice because being this is their first show um i didn't i didn't want to make the boys sit there for like four hours yeah so you know who knows how they would have went one of you know a couple of them went really did really well but then you know having three of them there from, you know, just about to be two all the way up to about to be eight, you know, it was uh, quite the experience. Um, but no, it wasn't too bad. It was, it was actually a really nice flow to the entire show. Um, production wise, it seemed uh, production in the past, you, you see a lot going on. Um, didn't really have that this week, this time. Um, I don't, I didn't watch it yet. Did Rhonda come on screen at all? During, like she did a backstage back, thing besides, with, with besides backstage. Yeah, was that the only time? I haven't finished the show honestly. Like I was trying okay. to watch it last night, and <clears throat> I don't know. It was, I was tired as fuck yesterday. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that wasn't ad. That was after the show because it was after the tag team match, and like Cole and um, Corey took off already. So I'm pretty sure it was after. I saw something that said she like did some shit after the show went off the air. So I'm guessing. Yeah, she came out, and made a stupid ass promo, trying to like feed to the crowd, but nobody was having it. The whole I won my UFC title here and this and that and nobody was into it like nobody cared and she was just the way she just she is not this is the first time I think I've seen her live, mm-hmm. um, and she yeah her live on the mic, not good it comes off that way on TV we've talked about it before how it just kind of falls flat, yeah it that's that's her delivery it's kind of like she expects everyone to hold her to a higher level because she's Ronda Rousey. That she can kind of just come out there, just give a promo, and, and just like because it's her words, it holds weight. But the delivery is just not there. 
Yeah. And I've seen it on TV. I've said it before, but like seeing it live was like, oh, yeah, this is not good. And then Natalia came out, and then I'm like, yeah, this is the dark match. We're uh, we're gonna take off. Let's go. You didn't stay like, for we, Nandy to boat. Let's, let's head out. And then, well, actually, when we were walking out, it was like Ronda put her down and made her tap. Um, and I'm like, yeah, let's just go. There's, if we don't leave now, then everyone's gonna come out. The traffic to get out of this parking lot is ridiculous. It's horrible. Get on the freeway. So let's just go now. And then as we're walking out the gate, or walking, getting ready to walk out the door, you hear the almighty music hit. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, you didn't stay for Lashley? I saw he was there and defended his title. And then you hear A-Town down, and I'm like, yeah, we're gone. <laughs> we're good. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So, uh, but that was, you know, that was the, the dark matches. Um, but no, it was, you know, it was a good, good experience, fun time. First uh, first w, uh, SmackDown in a while, so I don't know. SmackDown, you know, obviously SmackDown and Raw are different than pay-per-views, so it's always fun seeing the yeah. smaller crowds. Uh, we had really good seats. Uh, we were, you know, about four, about five, six rows above where like the camera sits. So when they pan up a little bit, we're registered a little bit above. Um, so it was cool. Yeah, that's good though. Kids had a good time. <clears throat> um. Man, you could have seen Bobby Lashley and you left. Beating the traffic, who does that? <laughs> this fucking guy. I don't I do normally it at, do it. I do it at every fu- I don't normally do it, but uh yeah, having to take three kids across the street to the parking lot. Um I'm like, yeah, we're not playing this game. I think the only yeah, two events it's the it's Roman Reigns in the main event. Where is Rucker at? Yeah. Oh, he already he already left the stadium. I think the only two main events I've stayed for was WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble because we literally were walking to go somewhere and like, I didn't want to get caught in all this shit, but yeah, I mean, I could watch that shit on Peacock. I ain't got to see that shit live unless, unless it's Roman and the rock. Like what I need to stay live for. Um, what the fuck is Becky Lynch at? Injured. Yeah. They said like four to six weeks though. That was like two months ago. It was like, it, first of all, it was in the end of July. It was at fuck. It was. Yeah. Holy it's shit. September, dude. I th- was exactly two months ago. Next I week, think she's. Um, I think she's purposely quiet on social media right now because she's about to come back. They need her though. They fucking need her because trotting fucking Aaliyah out there every week is just. Speaking of Aaliyah, Aaliyah and Raquel dropped the tag titles to Quickly. Dakota Kai and Io Sky, um, which is what should have happened to begin with. Yeah. Uh, this course match was cor- course correction or just the plan. I think they did it just to pop a rating to have another title match on TV and another title change. Uh, they originally probably should have went with them, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, fucking Aaliyah's never had a title before. She's She's been in WWE for like seven years now. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind seeing her on TV. Just don't let her wrestle. See, I don't mind her wrestling either. I mean, there's people that are wrestling weekly that, you know, don't need to be on there even more than she is. Um, I don't mind it, you know. I don't know her. Her offense is like I was watching it, and I, you know, I I try to steer clear of internet like fodder, right? Like people mm-hmm. when people shit on a certain wrestler, like I try to filter all that out when I watch. So I was like, let me. I made a point to like watch the match and see her parts of it, and I don't know. It was just like everything was kind of in slow motion, and she would like. And I I hate to like do this too because I'm not a fucking wrestler. Like to pick shit apart like this, but it just seemed like she had to take like one too many steps with everything she did. 
if that makes sense. Like it wasn't yeah. as fluid. Like it was just one extra step or one extra jump or one extra second before she would do something mm-hmm. to where it just looked very choreographed. And so I was like, fuck, these people are right. And you know, I hate agreeing with motherfuckers on the internet. Um, <laughs> but, but they were right. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, they dropped the titles to EO and Dakota Kai and Bailey eventually is going to go after Bianca Belair's title. And I guess they're going to have them have all the, t- I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if they win. Um, We've talked about this before, but like for some reason, man, they just can't be- book Bianca as a good champion. No, <clears throat> not at all. It's not her fault. It's just, no, they're not, not at all. And that's what sucks. Like she could be a great champion, but they just definitely don't. It's like they don't, they, they know how to get her there, but then nothing to do afterwards. Um, and, and it's, it's weird because it's, it's, kind of like that for and I, this isn't to, to sound sexist or nothing but like it feels that way across the board all in wrestling. the industry yeah. with not just all wrestlers but like no all no, the, no wrestling all the women companies wrestlers. yeah yeah all, all wrestling, wrestling companies. companies it's like they they the women wrestlers they have they have this great build-up they have this great chase and then once they get the titles they either just don't know what to do with them with the titles, mm-hmm. or it's like, okay, well, we got them there. Now let's get the next person there. Yeah, and now it's like, now so, what? Exactly. Uh, even you know Becky's first run, you know when she was the man, uh, that one I would say she that was probably one of the best runs we've we've seen in a long time. But then the last run was the exact opposite. It was good because she made it good, but not because the company made it good. You know, she made the best of what she had. Um, Bianca. I don't think she's really had the opportunity to make the best of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't really given her much to go with, but then they also haven't really given her much to, to make anything out of what she's had. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm you wondering... know, if they give you lemons, make lemonade. Well, they gave her the lemon rinds, but they didn't give her the juice. I'm wondering if, uh, and I hate to say this because I fucking love Bianca, but like her two programs leading up to being the title were with Sasha and with Becky. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if she's not, there yet to where she can make a program better as opposed to being in a good program yeah uh like you know when you get a quarterback you know your quarterback's supposed to make everybody around him better your point guard or whatever i'm wondering if she's not a good point guard yet if she's more of a if she's more of a fucking carl malone to the john stockton you know like she's good when somebody else is there to bring her along because she's got everything but like she goes in that program against Sasha and it's great leading up to it. And then Sasha's gone and it's kind of like, she's just kind of floating around, um, loses to Becky. Then she has the great program with Becky leading up to mania beats Becky, then beats her again at SummerSlam. And now it's just kind of like, Oh yeah, she's the champ. So I'm wondering if, but also like they haven't really built anybody up in the women's division besides the four horse women and Bianca. Right. So it's and like, I would say that too. Like, if you look at this feud, this one, this story hasn't gone gotten quite the traction that she had with Sasha and with Becky. Mm-hmm. But then you look at it, and it's Bailey who's had some great stories. But like, I feel even though she has the the whole damage control, and that's I think that's great for the story with Bianca. Though I think it takes away because you add more people. You're trying to sh- uh, showcase. And the focus the entire time has been on EO and Dakota 
and not necessarily Bailey and and um, Bianca. Now that they got the titles, I think we might see a little, little bit of change and shift on that. And now the focus might be on Bailey and Bianca. So that's something to look at for the next couple of weeks and see if they turn it that way. If they don't and they keep the focus on the tag team, then this 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 story is not going to go anywhere. And it's just going to be one to pass aside. You think Bailey's ready to like be I back think, and I be in so. a one-on-one program to wrestle? Because so. she's only had that one match, really. And then she had the, the, the six-woman tag match. But she's only had one one-on-one match since she's been back. So she's had two matches, and she's been back since SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, you think she came back too early, or you think they're just kind of trying to save her on purpose? It doesn't make sense that she's not wrestling, though. I I don't think they I don't think it had anything to do with her coming back too early. I mean, she was gone for a long ass time. Um, I think she's ready to be back. I just think they had they even slow rolling it, so to speak. Chaos says they need to give her the Cena treatment and never <laughs> have her lose at a pay per view again. I don't know about all that, but yeah, I'm. Give her I mean, Cena. Cena loses all the time in pay-per-views. Give her the treatment where you know she's got big matches and like let her shine when the matches come. But I feel like, as far as her matches go, when The Rock was wrestling and he was younger, you can go back and watch these too. Like I'm not fucking crazy. Like I remember seeing this as when I was coming up. The Rock would wrestle say Triple H when they were fighting over mm-hmm. the Intercontinental Title, and you could see him having to slow down. Because he right. was just so much more. Like, The Rock was athletic as fuck when he was younger. He's a big, bulky motherfucker now. But when he was younger, he could move. And you could see when he would wrestle people, they couldn't keep up with him. And you can kind of see that. Like, if you put Bianca in the ring with fucking Aaliyah, she can't have a great match with Aaliyah. She can't have a great match with, like, most of the roster because athletically, they just can't keep up with her. Mm-hmm. She can have a great match with Sasha. She can have a great match with Becky. She can have a great match with Charlotte, with Oscar, but she can't have a great match with just anybody because she's so far and away better athletically. And I don't think she's to the point where she knows how to slow down and make them look as good as her while her not looking like she's dumbing down her offense and athleticism. Right. Um, and that's, you know, again, that's <laughs> sucks to be you, Bianca. You're way fucking athletic. Like, right. it's not like you're I'm fucking, sh- like I'm sorry. Not you're a superstar yeah. in the pool of non superstars. Sorry, you're so much better than everybody else. Like, we're taking the title. And, and if that's the case, they need to come to the point and you know go to Chaos's point of making a big match, Bianca. You know, let her fucking roll that way. Then let her just show how much dominant she is than these other women that are out there and other yeah. wrestlers, and let her do her thing. You know what I mean? And please, <clears throat> you know, unleash the trailer or unhitch the trailer, so to speak, and let her go. I mean, you know, like we we talk about Roman, how they had to let you know release him and let him do his thing, and look at what we've got out of Roman for the last two and a half years. Do the same shit with Bianca. Maybe it's not necessarily the promos. Hers is the is the in ring work. Let her loose. Let her go. Like when she's in the match where she, like you said, when she can, she she show out showcases, and she's a star. Yeah. But when she's in those who where she needs to either bring it back to bring them up or or drop height down to to help them out you know what i mean it, it, it doesn't work that way you know you can't have michael jordan in the ring and expect him to bring his talent down to john stark and and try to have a, oh, fuck a good program there fuck you <laughs> i'm sorry i had to i had to uh but no you know let her be let her be the star that she is and we all know she is we all know she can go let it come off on TV that way. Yeah. If these other women can't can't keep up, 
then maybe they need to be showcased that they can't. And then they need to be worked their way up there and earn their stripes and, and show that they can go as well. And if they can't, then back to NXT, back to somewhere else, or you're in feuds with nobodies. Like, simple as that. You know, there's be in tag team match. But if you're not going to be able to bring yourself up to the level of these other people, then there's no reason for you to be in those feuds and matches. <clears throat> I feel like... Like, we both like Liv Morgan, right? Mm-hmm. But if at Survivor Series, Liv is still the champ and Bianca is still the champ, that match is going to expose how much better Bianca is than Liv Morgan. Oh, absolutely. Um, and Both in again, the mic and on the ring. Or on the and mic again, and in the ring. no fault to either one of them. She's just <laughs> such, a good, such a good fucking athlete that it's like mm-hmm. you have to put her in the ring in big matches with the right people because – She'll just run off and leave everybody else. Yeah. Like it, and this is no knock against anybody. It's just you got levels to this shit. <laughs> She's yeah, on a I fucking mean, different take level. Take it back to and take it back to NXT. You know that that there was a a female roster that was dominant in NXT at the time, and Bianca was still held back then too, and she wasn't really let 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 go. And when she did, she it's not you know nothing to say to EO and everyone else that was down there but you can see that bianca was primed to be a star yeah you know what i mean and and that was amongst other stars on the main roster she's doing that but then there's also people on there who are not even close to being the same level that she has to do it with um speaking of like people coming back where the fuck is charlotte at i was gonna say the same thing i was waiting to get to that point like you talked about becky like i thought charlotte was gonna be back two months ago yeah. I thought she was going to be the one that popped up at SummerSlam. Hell, she was in Nashville that weekend. Um, but, yeah, she's been gone, what, five months now, six months now? Been gone for a while. Not that I miss her. You can stay gone, no, Charlotte. But, I'm just but saying. Not that I, I mean, I don't miss her. It, you know, her mic's, you know, her on the mic, it's not something I want to hear again. I'm Charlotte but, Flynn. But Woo. she does bring a level to the show that a lot of these people aren't bringing. And, you know, it. They definitely. I mean, we talk about them needing Becky, and all honestly, they kind of need Charlotte too. Um, kind of over like seeing Sonya everywhere, and you know, it's just it's just not good. Yeah, they have uh, they have some women down in NXT that I think are are going to come up and be able to help. But then you can't completely demolish the NXT women's division either, because you know you still got. Like, they've pretty much taken Toxic Attraction off of NXT. Even though they were there last week. But they're SmackDown now. They're doing both shows now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as Priscilla Kelly and, and Jade, Jaden. Um, Gigi Dolan. What did I say? And Jane. You said Priscilla Kelly. Oh, yeah. Well, I was, I was, Even <laughs> though she talks about PK still being there. I That's probably just fucking... A product of me going down like a rabbit hole on Instagram. The other day. You know, <laughs> no one's, no one's, no one's arguing with you there. Um, other thing on Monday Night Raw that took place this week was Seth Rollins comes out. I want gold. It's been too long. Blah blah blah. Riddle comes out and he's like, "I'm fucking done with you. Like I've already beat your ass. I told you your family doesn't love you. Like get away from me. <laughs> like I don't want anything to do with you. I'm trying to get gold. You ain't got any." And next thing you know, Lashley's like, I heard you was talking shit. Like, I'm the guy around here. Roman ain't here. I got the fucking big belt on the show, which I loved. I love the fact that if Roman ain't there on SmackDown and on Raw, then yeah, fucking Lashley and Gunther 
are the two fucking main guys, and people should be going for their belts. Right. Now, I didn't like the fact that Rollins was kind of like, I wasn't talking about that belt. Like, I was talking about the big boy belt. Unless was like, bitch, I am big the big boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm excited about this program. I'm, you know, I love Seth. I, I'm loving everything he's doing right now, but I do not want him to take the title off Lashley. Um, honestly, I want Seth to take one of the titles off Roman. We were talking about this last week, like who should be able to beat Roman. I think Seth should be one take one of the belts off of him. I really do. I think it should be Seth that takes it off, not Cody. Seth should get it, and Cody should win the Rumble, and then they can fight again at WrestleMania. I don't want to see Cody beat Roman Reigns. I, I I thought about this all week. I don't want to see Cody beat Roman Reigns. Cody's 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 gonna beat Roman Reigns, and then his first promo, he's gonna be out there. And then the lights are going to go dark, and all of a sudden the knights are going to come back on, and he's going to have the elite in the ring with him. You don't want that? No. You don't want gross. you don't want you don't want world wrestling uh, elite out there. No, it sucks. On, man. I don't want the young come bucks. On, in. The only way I would want the young bucks in WWE is so they could wrestle the Usos, and we can finally put to bed who's better, which we already know is <laughs> the Usos. Better? It doesn't I matter mean, who wins. You can watch that match, and you'll be able to tell that the Usos are way better than the young bucks. I mean, no one, no one. Is I mean uh, I wouldn't say no one's ever going to say that's different, but there's a lot of people who say that the Bucks are better, and I love the Bucks. <laughs> and those people are virgins. I I love the Bucks, but I would never go to the level of saying they're as good as or better than the Usos. Those people have never seen a pair of real titties in let's, their life. Let's be honest, not up close. The Bucks aren't even better than the the Briscoes. Let's just be honest. They're definitely not better than FTR. Ah, fuck FTR. Um. Anyway, Lashley and Rollins, you excited about this this little uh, piece of business about to happen? I am, and the reason why I'm excited, I've been more excited about Lashley for the last few months than I have in, in his, any time of his career. Uh, I love Lashley without fucking MVP, man. I love it. Give me more of Lashley by himself. Um, this I think this feud with Lashley and, and Rollins is going to be entertaining. It's going. I think it, honestly, it's going to make Lashley showcase how much better he's gotten on the mic. To be honest, I mean, I think we all know Rollins is top tier on the mic. Lashley hasn't been known to be top tier, and we talked about earlier how you know some of the wrestlers need to pull themselves up to other you know to Bianca's level. Well, this is going to make Lashley pull his mic talent up to Rollins' level. And the difference there is Rollins can obviously scale back and make other people look good. I mean, how he made Riddle look good the entire time, but or at least make him look like he belonged there. Bro. But Lashley, you know, I, he we obviously know he's got the talent to go in the ring. The dude's a stud. He's you know he's a star of his own. Um, but I, if we had to talk about anything that kind of has not been his forte, it's his mic. And I think this is gonna be an opportunity to have, for him to showcase how far he's come. And what he has, and that he truly is a superstar. Um, I'm all for it. I can go either way. Who wins his title? Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I will be entertained this entire time. Um, you said you've been really entertained and and into Lashley the last couple of months. I've actually cooled off on him a lot. He's still my guy, and the reason is because as a babyface, they have him in peril a little bit too much. I think when he yeah. was a heel, like. When he took the title from Miz and that fucking championship reign after where he's fucking passing out Drew McIntyre, like he was so fucking dominant and just like a literally a destroyer, which is what they call him. Right now he's wrestling fucking 20 minute matches with tomato soup Champa, and 
he's getting way too much fucking offense in on him. Like, Ciampa's good. I get it. But you stand them two guys up next to each other, that should not be a fair fight. And I know it's wrestling and blah, blah, blah. And, like, Ciampa's really good and all this other bullshit they'll say. Whatever. Lashley should not be giving that much to Ciampa. AJ Styles, yes. The Miz, no. A fucking cage match with The Miz when you literally dominated the guy a year and a half ago and took the fucking title from him in like three minutes. Now you're wrestling a fucking 20-minute cage match with him and he almost beat you. Like, I don't know. Just keep him, keep him fucking as a badass and then well, get him against I somebody. Mean, the Miz is a star, man. I oh, mean, Logan, I'm not going to argue that. Logan Paul can lose to him and get a title match. Just saying. I don't think we talked about it after... Uh, Nashville either after SummerSlam I wanted to I forgot to like write it down but I think it's time we like put some respect on the Miz's name I don't know what you're talking about I've put respect on that name forever no, I and when I say we I don't I mean can't... me and you I mean like oh, as people. a wrestling like community oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's time people fucking realize like the Miz has been good for so fucking long yeah you might not like the fact that he wrestles safe and that he's a company guy but when you go out Anytime they bring somebody in from outside, fucking Bad Bunny, Logan Paul, right? All these fucking guys. Who they put him with? The fucking Miz. Why? Because he's going to make him look good. He gave Logan Paul a fucking one-on-one match and made him look good. Like, I don't know. The guy's been a two-time champion. He's what? A fucking four-time triple crown winner or some shit so like dumb. that? Like, two-time. Two-time so quadruple crown winner. You are not. You are... Or you're not. I mean, not everybody does that shit twice. He's you're been right. around the, Fuck, he's been around the sun. Not, not, John Cena's not even a Grand Slam yeah, champion. Like, you know what I mean? He's not. And I didn't even realize that. Like, the fact that Cena's never held the IC title, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, but, I mean, it depends on what you call. Like, Cena won the world title, the WWE title, the U.S. title, and the tag titles. That's technically a Grand Slam no, champion. I, I get it. But he never won the fucking IC title. Yeah, well. He only won the U.S. Well, he won the U.S. title when he was early in. And then he won it again. He had the U.S. title like within the last five years. I'm saying, but I was going to say he won it late, but he actually won it early because he turned the U.S. title into a spinner title first. Right. Um, But yeah, fucking The Miz, man. Like, it's it's time we fucking gave this man his foot. Like, he's really fucking good. He's cringy sometimes watching his little TV show. I mean, he's cringy all the time. But, that's what makes him so good. He, but that yeah. shit, he does that shit on purpose. So that's what and makes it, him good. And he's done it throughout most. Like, he's literally been a heel his entire career. Probably 5% of his career, they tried to make him babyface a couple years ago. But for the most part, he's been a heel. And he can come <laughs> out. the thing. We always talk, like, just in general, in you know, the world, uh, the wrestling industry and the, the, the fan base. Always talks about how people, people have to reinvent themselves over the years to make themselves fresh and keep themselves relevant. The Miz has been the same fucking character for 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and he still, still, people still, and he still gets booze. You know? So the guy, yeah, absolutely. Dude definitely deserves more respect than he gets for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll definitely hit AEW. Then the uh, guy on the other brand or other company who people want to compare to. We'll hit AEW real quick before we go to break and then come back, talk SmackDown, and, and do our NFL picks. Um, the main thing, we got a main event this week for the AEW world title. Not interim world title, the AEW champion, uh, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. This match might go an hour. <laughs> this is this is definitely going to be a third of, or a half the show, minimum. Um, they got a stadium show at Arthur Ashe Stadium. and This is their... Uh... 
is it their grand? This is the grand slam. Yeah, I, 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 I have an issue with AEW though. So, Chris Jericho on Rampage, on commentary, just casually says, "You know what? I've never been ROH World Champion before. Like, I've had eight world titles all over the world, but I've never had the ROH Championship." Chris Jericho's fighting fucking Claudio this Wednesday. Did you even know that? Nope, I did not. That's my fucking issue. That happened two nights ago on a show that's on Wednesday. And unless you're like looking at social media, you're not seeing the promotion forward. Chris Jericho, I don't like the guy, right? Well fucking talked about on here. Legend. Living legend wrestling right now, right? Why are you not documenting and and not documenting but promoting the fact that he's going for an ROH world title now. Yep. Why wouldn't you give this two weeks at least? Why couldn't this start weeks ago? I understand he was in the fucking tournament and he lost whatever. You could have booked around it. And then he just so casually is like, oh yeah, I want to be ROH champion. And Claudio's like, cool, let's fight on Wednesday. And that's it. I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. They... They do this show all the time. And all of a yeah. sudden, it's like, oh, there's a championship match tonight. You know who else all is right, wrestling? Uh, Wednesday night? Sting. Sting's fucking wrestling. A legend, a walking fucking icon in the industry, in a stadium show with 20,000 people, probably the last time he's going to wrestle in that fucking territory up there, and you're not promoting it. You can roll your eyes all you want to, Marty. The guy's the biggest star they got in fucking company. He's a fucking jobber to... now. Oh, really? I, I don't think he's lost in AEW. Calm down. Yeah, because Tony fucking Khan. That, that's the opposite on. of a jobber, sir. Look it up. A jobber means jobber. you lose all the time. All right, sorry, mid-carder. Aaron Rodgers is a jobber. He's... Sting is the man. Yeah. yeah. You know you know, we were talking about Bianca earlier, not being able to bring people along with her? That's wow, Aaron Rodgers. Wow, you went all, with it. All the tools in the world this guy's got. Damn. And he can't fucking... Uh, Aaron Rodgers could play with anybody. Doesn't look like it. Didn't look like it Sunday. Whoa, <laughs> this fucking guy. You started this, by the way. I made one comment about John Starks. <laughs> Calm down. And you rolled your eyes at the stinger. That's why I drew the line. Oh, <laughs> uh, I drew my eyes at the fact you had to bring it in and bring it on. I'm just him. saying, man, like the. Talking about here, you had me all bought in. I feel like I just got freaking Rick Ro- uh, Rick rolled right now. I'm like, oh shit, what? What? I'm gonna get listened to this, and I was just uh, never gonna bring you down. And I'm like, I just don't understand the way that they they promote and do things over there. Yeah. Like, I want this company to like do well and get out of their own way. But I, I just... really, you know, at this point, I don't know if I do. Like, I want Tony Khan just to fucking get what he deserves at this point. Like the fucking guy, I don't know. EJ says he talks of a swerve and MJF walking out with the title. I mean, I guess that could happen. They're also having a fucking battle royal for somebody to get a shot at the title, which MJF has right now because he won the fucking chip the other day. So now you're having a battle royal for somebody to get a title after the person that won the last battle royal is getting the title? Well, yeah, they got to get a number one contender. MJF is a number one contender. No, and he's not. MJF has basically got like a money to bank briefcase. But it's a battle royal. It's the same thing he won. No, he won a ladder match. Same difference. What? Whatever. But gimmick. But gimmick on the pole but, match. Whatever. Hold on. It's the but the outcome is different. He basically won. You tell me that. Oh, Otis won the money that banks. Otis is the next number one contender. No, 
He's not. There's still going to be a number one contender for the title. And then it just happens that, that the other guy's got an item that can cash in basically whenever he wants for the title. He's a, he's a basically a universal or a wild card number one contender. And there's Battle Royal is to make out who will be the number one contender next. MJF doesn't have money in the bank, though. He can't just come cash it in. It's not the money in the bank rules. He has to I say, I want my title then. Yeah, but that's still the same thing. He's calling, telling him when he wants the title. Yeah, but he can't not, just he come out when you get your ass kicked and be in. like, yeah. I know that, but it's not. He, that's the same reason why uh, he wasn't in the tournament. He mentioned that too. I'm not in the tournament because I have this chip, which means I can make it a title match anytime I want. That's why I don't need to fight in this in this this, this match. It's same concept. Lame. It's lame. It's, it's it, awful. It may be lame, but that's it's what awful it is. booking. Is what it is. Awful booking. Awful promotion. And yet so these motherfuckers that are they're still just supposed to put MGF in the next feud, making the number one contenders go with it from there. I'm saying, why are you having? Why are you having a battle royal to give somebody a title shot when you already got a guy waiting to get a title shot that won the last fucking he, gimmick match? Because he's waiting until he wants to use the the music. That's the difference. This is the dumbest fucking booking I've ever heard in my life. And you okay. sitting here defending that shit makes me just want to go to break. I'm 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 not. Defending it, I'm explaining it. There's a difference. There's no explanation for it. It's stupid. Okay. It's stupid. They still gonna have a number. One, they still have, to have a number one contender. He's not the number one contender. Okay. Oh, so now, so now, fuck the rankings. Now you just win a battle royal. You're the number one. How contender. is he? He's not even in the top rankings. The guy hasn't fucking wrestled in like six months. Exactly. He's got a special thing over here. To get him a title shot, right? Exactly. So now you're gonna have two. So now you're gonna have two people with the special chips. Now, no, the battle royal isn't for a special thing. The battle royal is for who's gonna be going up for the few next. So what about number? What about the number one ranking? Does that not matter? As far as that goes, does that not matter? We've been doing this shit for three years now. That doesn't matter anymore. Don't mean shit. No, it's AEW. Don't mean shit. Okay, well there you go. Then neither does the booking. Don't mean shit. Who uh? Who is even the top? Who's what the top rankings right now? Who gives a fuck? It, it doesn't matter. It's gonna be fucking Evil Uno when he wins the fucking battle royal. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, I'm God. not about to waste my time looking that shit up when they don't give a fuck. Why should I? I'm not closing my fucking browser on GG Dolan to look that shit up <laughs> when they don't even fucking care. Fucking rankings. Anyway, uh, I'm. I think I think Danielson's gonna win. Yeah, I I mean it would I can see them making Moxie a three time champion, um, but I think they give Danielson a year later, a year with the company. Yeah, yeah, they give they give him the title. Mox, I mean I wouldn't mind Moxie. Like, you can tell this dude's like pouring his heart and soul in the AEW. Like, it's like he's the he's the fucking the fire extinguisher. You know, like when an emergency break open glass. Like every time they need it, there he is. Mm-hmm. The dude's supposed to go on vacation when all hell broke loose backstage. And now he's back out here. He's supposed to take six weeks off. It's like he's over-reliable to the company. So, and on one hand, I could see him taking it as a slap in the face, though. Like, here I am being the guy you can depend on. You're not going to give me the title again. <laughs> but yep. I can also see it like, let's let's fucking put it on Danielson while we got him healthy because he ain't going to be around for a long time. And let's let him have, as Seamus would say, banga it's, it's after final, banga after final, banga. It's going to be his final run. Yeah, win the champion, then he can go home. Also, you could put over. I'm somebody, sure his wor- uh, I'm sure his worms are poking their head out, calling for him. If you get Danielson as the champion, you could put over somebody on a lesser uh, tier right now to beat him, and it would be believable. 
Yeah, uh, I'm just writing it down. It's gonna be like Wardlow just coming out and beating the shit out of him. Six to not six to ten months, and Ward, if but Daniels ends champion, six to ten months Wardlow comes out and beats him. Call right now. He takes the title from him at double or nothing. I mean, we're we're talking like MJF doesn't have the fucking chip though. We know where that title's going. But well, MJF, MJF beating Danielson for the title, and then you have MJF versus Wardlow a year later. After the the long feud they had, fucking writes itself full circle. Yeah, MJF ain't gonna keep that fucking chip that long though. Really? He fucking also. Uh, before we go to where... break, go ahead. Can I just say this? Fuck CM Punk. <laughs> we haven't got it in yet, so yes. By all means, say it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because we're talking about MJF. MJF got this fucking great storyline going on. And it's all supposed to culminate with him coming back, taking the title from CM Punk. And CM Punk just basically shit over all of it. You don't even hear about MJF anymore. That whole storyline is gone now. Because CM Punk just decided to be a cocksuck. Well, decided to be himself. I was like, he decided to be one. He already is one. He just decided to really showcase it. Could you imagine... Could you imagine all the work that went into that fucking MJF storyline? Like, they act like he's fired. They're doing all this shit. They're trying to work work everybody backstage and, like, get everybody thinking that he's really fired. He's going to come back and win the title. And CM Punk just doesn't even mention the fact that he just wrestled a world title match. He talks about everything else. Starts all this fucking trouble. And now MJF's got to change course on the storyline they've been working on for a fucking year. Mm-hmm. This fucking guy. Hey, he brought back ice cream bars. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to go to break. Let's do we'll, that. We'll be right back. We'll talk about, uh, we kind of already talked about SmackDown. We'll talk about Roman and Logan Paul, and then we will get to our NFL picks for this week here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. Just a thug in it It's like Ooh Pull over, baby Let me put this loving on For being strong, baby So buckle up Cause this could get Bumpy, babe Girl, we gon' mess around And get a ticket I hear you say Welcome back Boot to the Face Episode 198 Two away from 200 um, 200. Can you imagine four years ago? Never would have thought the 200. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a ride. Um, Roman versus Logan Paul at Crown Jewel. Why this is for the title? I don't I don't fucking know. Um, lo- the coolest thing uh, I don't know what happened on screen. 
or on TV. But that dude was getting booed the fuck out of that arena. The coolest thing that happened with that was just how dope the bloodline looked all walking out there with all the titles. I mean, the whole, I'm not gonna lie, I love it. The fact they left Solo, let us use it, keep that same name. Mm-hmm. And just hearing Paul, Solo? I'm like, oh shit, that's the Solo call? I'm down for it. Also, I am so, down for that. We haven't mentioned this, but Solo won the North American Championship on NXT. Uh, defended it on SmackDown and then said that He's going to be defending it fucking Tuesdays and Fridays, and whoever wants it can yeah. come get it. Um, Sami Zayn, you better start pulling your weight, buddy. Everybody's know, got Sam, a belt except Sammy for you. Sami Zayn pulled that weight the other day. I think he's about to beat the shit out of Jay. That shit's coming. That shit is coming. It's going to be like one of those things where, I don't know, I've had friends that's like, oh, you know, you can't you can't really be best friends until you fight. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. I can be friends with you without fighting you? Get the fuck out of here. But there's people out there that are like, you know, you fight each other and you become best friends. You know what I mean? Those fuckers, they're, they're going to come. It's going to happen. Nah. They're going to fight. And then they're going to end up being the best friends in that group. And it's coming. And after that, after Friday night, I don't know what's going to happen. But he cost him the match. And then to the point where Solo's like, no, nah, man, you fucked up already. Come on, Sammy. Let's go to the ring. It's like, oh, shit. Even Solo is telling Jay to stay the fuck back. No, like, I think uh, I think what's going to happen is eventually Jay and Jimmy are just going to beat the shit out of Sammy, and that's how he's going to get back with KO. Um, I think eventually Jimmy's going to choose his brother over Sammy, even though Sammy's trying to be. I mean, Jay's right, though. Sammy does need to pull his weight. He was just trying to help him. First of all, watching the whole thing happen, it's like Jay's being a petty little bitch. It was. Jay was Me? being a petty little bitch. But... Sam, I'm not saying Sammy is a whole fucking vibe, man. Yeah. Watching him come out, I was trying to get a video of him because the guy around the ring and just down the stage, the guy is a fucking vibe, and I love it. I've always been like a fan of Sammy, but there's been times like, oh, just get Sammy off TV right now. This this is not working for him. But right now, you can give me Sammy anytime, and I will watch it. And if they, it just it's fantastic. I was saying how the the bloodline's entrance looked cool, and you're talking about Sammy's part of the entrance and all that. But here's my fucking weekly love fest for Jay Uso, man. Like, just when they came out, like he, honestly, like if they kicked Roman out of the bloodline, Jay could be the fucking leader of the bloodline. He looked like he was in charge when they were walking out there. Like he I, looked like I'm, he was. I'm I mean, he's the right hand man. Yeah. Um. So if Roman ever left the bloodline, it'd be fucking Jay and the rest of them. Uh, there no. Might be Jay to take the title off his ass. You said you haven't watched it back yet. There was a there was a shot of both of the Usos sitting on their ass by the announce table when Sammy lost, and Solo was just standing there looking at him like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" Yeah. Oh, I saw that. I uh, yeah. I was trying to get pictures of all that. I don't know if that. I don't know if they did that on purpose. If that's like a little red herring of what's to come of him like trying to galvanize everybody. Mm-hmm. Like we're the fucking Uso family. Like let let's get this shit together. Or if it just happened to happen like that, but uh, uh, you can tell like the way so. We'll just put it this way, with the backstage and the way Solo acted towards them, it, it that I think I think everything he's I think this guy is because he's so fresh. I don't think people are gonna give him the credit yet, but I've watched him a lot over the years and since he started coming up, and 
I think we're going to see like everything this guy does is going to add to what's going on. And so I think it was calculated. I think it 100% was expected to be that. Yeah. This is something so little and like minuscule. Like just think of this way. We talked about how Roman has over the last two years started doing little things to like add to the story or add to the match. I think Solo is doing has been doing that since day one. Like he sees what his brothers and what his cousins been doing, and he knows what he has to do. And the guy, the guy's a fucking star. He's going to be fan, uh, be a mega star one day. I just I don't like when people wrestle barefoot. <laughs> I get that. I mean, fucking. I feel like Samoa you can't Joe. be a fucking main event superstar wrestling barefoot. There's never been, a, to my knowledge, there's never been a world champion that wrestled with no shoes on. I mean, Yokozuna. He doesn't count. It literally is not only is it the world champion, it's their fucking cousin. I've said this I'm before, but like I was so saying. I was so taken aback when I found out Yokozuna wasn't Japanese. <laughs> right. He when he cut his first it. fucking promo and he started talking like he was from the hood. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> like, I told somebody about that the other day. They're like, wait, Yokozuna is is their cousin? I'm like, Yeah, but he's Jap I'm like, no, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Pump the brakes yeah. before you say something that's wrong. They built him as that way, and he looked that way. Right. But, yeah, I guess, yeah, Yokozuna was. Okay, there's never been more than one world champion that didn't mess with shoes <laughs> This Shizu. guy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to make me think about it. Jimmy Snooker never won the title. Umaga never won the title. Matt Riddle definitely never won the title. Uh, High Chief. High Chief? I'm pretty sure High Chief never wore shoes. No, he never won the title either. He wasn't a world champion? No. No? Fuck no. He wasn't a world champion. Uh, Who else didn't wrestle with shoes on? Has there been a woman to wrestle with no shoes on besides Jungle Girl? I feel like Sonya did for a moment. I don't know. I don't know. I know they, they always come out and they kick their heels off and fight, but I don't I don't remember a woman wrestling with no shoes on. I feel like Sonya did when, when she was with Mandy, but I could be wrong. Who you got? Logan Paul or Roman Reigns? Fuck out of here. Fuck Logan Paul. He better get his ass beat, too. Fuck Saudi for this shit. Crown Jewel's in Saudi, too, isn't it? Yeah, that's why. What a good place for it. They want me me to not tune into a show at 10 a.m.? They just did it. That's it, though. Nobody's going to be watching it, so what a good time to fucking use Logan Paul to try to get people in that wouldn't normally watch it. Do you think that they uh, they give him the title? <laughs> Boy, stop! <laughs> just had to ask. I just had to ask. Fuck. What if they did the swerve and he fucking? You just the did title? that live on Twitch, by the way. What if, what if he fucking bar. does this? What if Triple H is like, oh, I'm gonna bring in ratings better than fuck. I'm gonna make our, I make WWE get talked about and more. Than <laughs> you think Roman Reigns just had the title for 700 days? He's gonna lose to fucking Logan Paul? Oh, I fucking would. I would stop watching. I would stop watching wrestling. The show would be over. Because I wouldn't want to talk wrestling no more. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> I can't, that'd be fucking like three years of content for me. Like, I right. would literally just bitch about that every week for like three years. It'd be the new fucking CM Punk. Uh, let's run down this NFL thing. I didn't take tally of what we did last week, Marty, but I got it written down this time so we can keep track. Uh, I know two, I know we were both, I'm we sorry. lost one game. The, one second, one second. Uh oh, I don't know what just happened. We had Marty leave the fucking frame, so what we'll do is check this out. Boom! Just got to look at me. Last week I was awful, awful with my NFL pick. At least with the Cowboys I was. 
Um, so we're going to try to do better this week. I'll try not to pick with my heart and actually pick with my brain when it comes to the Cowboys game, but we'll, we'll see what happens when we get there. Uh, welcome back, Marty. Let's go ahead and go through these NFL picks and then we'll be good to go. Let's do it. All right. For, I should First got of some, all, I, got I totally music. forgot. I like, I knew the game was on Thursday and I had I, like, Oh, better go check shit out. And now the next thing I know, Oh, it's five twenty. Well, there goes that. So still not completely in NFL mode, apparently, because I'm still trying to get my cadence for Thursday night and Sunday all in order. Um, but yeah, KC barely got the win over uh, the Chargers. Interesting. Switch and save $652. It's okay. You didn't hear that, did you? I did. You did? Yeah. God damn it. Why would that play? It's not even supposed to be. Oh, yeah. I did not click the button. Yeah, that makes sense why it didn't play. Anyway, uh, so here. Let's get to some NFL. And uh, uh, we got uh, we got Miami versus Baltimore. I got I got them written down in order here. So oh, Okay, cool. We'll start from the top. New England versus Pittsburgh, Marty. I got New England. Marty's got New England. I'm taking... The Steelers to start out two and zero. Fuck the Steelers, by the way. Not a Steelers fan at all. Uh, Washington versus Detroit. Um, on this one, I gotta take Detroit on this. Same. One. Uh, DeAndre Swift, baby, Georgia Bulldog, and on my fantasy team in my dynasty league. Fine, that pick is finally paying off all these years later. He had a he had a really good end of the year last year, so. That's going to be... You know what? No, I'm going Washington. Oh, okay. Give Detroit 0-2. Detroit didn't win last week? Nope, they lost. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tampa Bay. Yeah, remember they almost beat, you know, the Eagles? They gave up like 30 points. Uh, You said Tampa Bay or the Eagles? Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. I'm sorry. Uh, Tampa Bay. I'm going New Orleans. I hope Kamara runs all over them, though. Uh, you got Carolina and the New York Football Giants. I will take Carolina. Carolina. Even with Baker Mayfield, sorry ass. Uh, fucking Barkley's had a resurgence, though. He's looking like he might have a big year this year if last week was any indication. And Barkley versus McCaffrey? That'll be a good game to watch. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Ooh, I'm going to Indy on this one. Yeah, that's not even close. Even with Matt Ryan. I'll take Indianapolis also. Uh, the Jets and the Browns. Ooh. <clears throat> um, Browns are one to know. I think I'm taking the Browns. Atlanta at the Rams. I'll take the Browns also in that one. Atlanta at the Rams. I got the Rams. Yeah. Bounce back for Stafford. Yeah, I uh, I picked my parlays this week, and there's a lot of like, there's like three or four double digit spreads that I bet mm. against the spread for. Atlanta's one of them. They're a fucking 10-point underdog. Uh, Houston at the Broncos. Denver. Denver? Yeah. Yes, that, that's another 10-point spread that that's they may actually Russ. I think Russ shows up this week. Yeah, because he played like shit last week. Uh, Seattle at the 49ers. Seattle 1-0. San Francisco 0-1. Oh, yeah. Oof. 
this might be I don't know this is just this is crazy two years like two three years ago this is a game it's like oh shit this is gonna be a good game to watch and right now it's like eh it's not I'm taking Seattle no fuck man yeah I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking 49ers in their defense yeah same I'll take 49ers they're they're not as good with Trey Lance yet but I think their defense will do good Arizona who's struggling without uh Hopkins <clears throat> And Kyler Murray's my fucking quarterback versus yeah. the Raiders with their fucking trifecta of guys out there. You got fucking Devontae Adams, you got the running back, you got Waller, and you got Derek Carr, who's, you know, hasn't been a top tier quarterback, but he's got fucking weapons now. I got I got the Cardinals on this one. I'll take the Raiders. Cincinnati at America's team. Taking Cincinnati on this one. Both of these teams are 0 and 1. Yeah, but since but America's team has some finding them themselves to do. Yeah. Unless they got freaking Hall of Famer in their back that's gonna Hall of Famer in the making that nobody knows about gonna come out and destroy it. They got a really good defense. Cooper Rush did play really well against Minnesota. Yeah, but defense isn't going to mean nothing when they're on the field the entire time. Cincinnati lost the Super Bowl last year. Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. Usually, when you lose the Super Bowl, you don't end up in the playoffs the next year. And most, uh, only seven percent of teams. Usually, when you don't have your star quarterback, you don't win very many games. Cooper Rush is one and zero as a starter in the NFL. The same. I'm, you want to speak facts? I'm just speaking. Cooper Rush is two and zero. Give me the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm stupid. I know. Chicago <laughs> versus Green Bay. Sunday night football. Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is going to get that bounce back. Tonight. He's going to go off tonight. Give me Justin I Fields remember and last David year. I remember Montgomery. last year. He got beat first week week one, and then week two came out. It was a whole different Rodgers. Give me Justin Fields and David Montgomery in Chicago. Why do we have two Monday games? Because we, didn't only, we only had one last week. We only have one Thursday night and one Monday night game. And usually there's two of each. So maybe this makes no sense, that. though. Anyway, Tennessee at the Bills. Week That's two, two games. Game. I don't know. What's the games? Tennessee versus the Bills. Ooh, I got the Bills on that shit. Uh, I think Tennessee wins this one. They got they basically got punched in the mouth last week um, and got their ass kicked. So All I'll I take, know is I'll that our friend Dave Curtis, I can't text him during the Bills game anymore. <laughs> You drop a bunch of MFers when you text him. I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this one go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him finish watching this game before I say something. Uh, final game of the weekend: the Minnesota Vikings versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Vikings, boom, put them Eagles down. I think the Vikings are gonna be good this year. They're, they've been good the last couple of years. They just don't know how to finish it off. Uh, give me the. And Vikings. I hate the fucking Vikings. Give me the Vikings. You know, I, I need all my NFC East teams to lose. Picking with my heart, I guess, but that's your After NFL he starts week off two saying, I'm not going to pick with my heart this week. Yeah, but I'm a liar, so it's fine. <laughs> Fair enough, as long as you can admit to it. I just lied. I'm not a liar. <laughs> <laughs> See, what, what, what do you believe now? You don't know. You don't know. That's what it is. It's an enigma. Uh, you got anything to say before we get Paul out of here? going to beat Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. Let's just end the show on that one. <laughs> Anyways, 
no, I don't. Uh, thank you all for joining the show today. Thanks for participating, uh, communicating, talking to us all week long. And we enjoy the interaction on any all of our social medias, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, Discord. Um, you can find all our links on our pages. Our link tree is right there. Uh, boot to the face underscore on tw- on Instagram. Boot to the face on Twitter. Um, come join us. We always enjoy the interaction. So thank you, as always. Peace. Rebound from the boot. I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad because we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew making sure we ball. If you still want to hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat.